have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chest Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host on this personal development, self-improvement podcast, and I'm so excited that you're partaking in right now. Listen, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, thank you for coming back and joining us for another episode. I really appreciate your listenership, your support of the channel. It means a lot to me, and if this is a show that you derive value from, the words that are said, etc. please share it on your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, anywhere where you can link the podcast straight from the chest. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere there's a podcast, we're there. And listen, please at me at Justin Craig Roth if this is on Instagram. I would appreciate it very much. So thank you for that in advance. So I want to get into a topic that's predominantly centered around the men out there. I'm not saying that I'm trying to exclude women here or saying that women do not uh, have this as well or this, I want to, I don't want to call it an issue, but it, but it is something of an issue or it can be rather, um, but it can also be your legacy. Let me get into it. Um, whoever it applies to, I'll just say that. Okay. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to divide crowds here. So whoever it applies to, the point is we need as men, predominantly, we need to create something. And a lot of times what happens is we allow relationships to get in the middle of our purpose and or rather come in between our purpose and us creating something and developing ourselves so that we can be inevitably the provider the provisionary that we aim to be for you women. Now, again, I don't want to make this about men over women, but let's call a spade a spade. It is what it is. So take, I'm not going to clarify any deeper than that. Take it how you'd like, but it's my job to just dispense the word. So that's what I'm going to do here. The thing is there's a burden upon men and the burden is you better be something, bro. You better become something because if you don't, you're working that nine to five every day, day in and day out until you die. Now, for some people, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And most of you have parents that have done significantly well and provided a great and stable household for you by working nine to fives. If that's the case, my hat's off to you. For the men out there that know that there's something different in them and there's more that they could do and there's something in them that needs to come out, needs to be extracted and there's the only way to do that is to have them go outside of the norm and possibly activate more unique pathways that would otherwise lend them the hand that they need for that opportunity or that that break or anything, whatever they're visualizing to bring them to the level that they want to be, or they believe that they could be at. This is for those men. I guess this message is for those men and maybe women out there that feel the same way. Cause arguably maybe there are women that feel this way that feel like 
they need to become something that they're not or they're not currently, or they just have a, an urgency to create something. And for that, okay, that this podcast is for you as well. Most of the time, that is not the way that women move in life. And we understand this very well. This is not my, this is not my feeling or my thought. This is just based on hundreds and hundreds of years of data that we understand of the biological woman. But again, moving forward, I digress. I'll tell you that as a man, there is an innate urgency that I feel to create something. And I don't even know all the time or all, all too often what that is. I just know there's something that I feel like I have to do. And if I don't, I feel like a piece of shit and I'll just be blunt with you. That is how I feel. And that's probably how some of you men feel as well. If you're not doing something, if you're not being of use or of utility and contributing to society, you almost feel like a piece of shit. You feel like you're not doing much with your life. Why is that? Why do we feel that way? Well, it's not something that you can really, that you can really, uh, contend against or rather debate. This is something that's kind of been biologically woven inside of you. And this is something that we understand as men, we might not be able to articulate or illustrate why we feel this way, but it is something of a wiring within us that calls us to become or create something of utility for the popular, the society and in society, there's men and women that are involved. So it's something that we feel an innate urgency to dispense with. Now, what happens when you get in a relationship early on in your life and you haven't done anything of measure yet? Let's say you're 24, 25 and you meet a, you meet a great woman. And when I say, well, I mean woman, like she's a woman, she's your age. She's 24, 25. She's matured. She's, uh, and you know, that's kind of relative, I guess, to say that she's matured at 24, 25. We know women mature quite faster than men, but let's just say for all intents and purposes, she is a matured woman at 25. She's your age. Or let's say she's 26. Okay. 27. She's mature. She's ready to settle down. She's ready to be a mother, ready to be a wife, etc. You're still trying to figure shit out, but you don't lead with that foot because you're a man, you're prideful, you're, you're sort of egocentric. You want to let her know that you have it under control when you don't, when you're just working your nine to five, but you have ambitions to be something greater, something more. And all this is well and good, right? Relationships going pretty well. You're about a year and two years in, uh, and what happens is a pivotal moment becomes a pivotal moment. Rather, you have to decide because naturally you have this ambition to be something more, to create something, which is going to call time from you. It's going to call more attention from you, which is going to be subtracted from what you could otherwise give to your woman. And even though she admires you and she admires your ambition, your passion, and she may even look up to it. She does not want to be substituted for. And so she gives you an ultimatum. Johnny, I'm just using Johnny as a, this isn't a real name here. I mean, it's a real name, but it's not a real person. Johnny, you need to choose. It's me or whatever you want to do, whatever you're trying to thing you're trying to do. And she kind of puts a pejorative on it. 
and you're stuck there because look, you love this woman. You have, you see potential, a potential future with this woman. You know, you, you know, but you don't know yet because you haven't been alive that long and experienced many women, but you know that this is a good one and you know that a good one's hard to find. Your mom even told you she's a good one, Johnny. You need to keep this one, Johnny. So you're torn because ultimately you have this innate urgency to answer the call, to develop something in you that is beckoning, beckoning to come out. But you're torn because this woman is a great potential mate for you. What do you do? If you're listening and you're in this position, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. You need to create your purpose first. It is up to you to create yourself because let me tell you what's going to happen, Johnny, if this is you, you're going to marry this woman. If you choose her before your purpose, this may seem selfishly derived and it is, but for good reason, you're going to marry this woman. You get into year one, year two of marriage. You're kind of trying to work on your thing, but for the most part, you've kind of absolved yourself from that potential to create something and you go back to your nine to five and as much as she can honor the fact that you're working your nine to five and you're providing for what you can, because you're kind of capped out here, right? At your nine to five, you're kind of capped out. Even if you're in a managerial position, you're capped out to some degree, even though she can, she can honor what you're doing for the, for the household, for her, for her, etc. She will slowly start to not respect you and lose admiration for you because you are only providing a suboptimal lifestyle for her. And she knows that you're capped out and you know that you're capped out. And if you move in the opposite direction, well, now what we went to before was you're subtracting time and attention for what you want to do, what you want to create, what you want to build from her. And she doesn't like that also. So you're stuck. You're stuck. And ultimately, ultimately, because she resents you now for what you promised you would do for her in the beginning with your marriage vows, with before you meet, before your marriage vows, what you told her you'd want to do for her and for your family, etc. Now she resents you because you're not fulfilling that promise or you're not doing it to where, to the standard to which she holds you at, even though you're busting your ass and you're capped off, but you're, but here's the thing. You are capped off. You can only, you can only pull in so much. And the only thing you can do now is say, look, now you can give her the ultimatum. Look, I continue this nine to five or you support me in my quest to do what I initially wanted to do in the first place to which you gave me an ultimatum for. Now, hopefully she supports you like a real woman would her man. She would support you and support your leadership in the family. Hopefully, because you're now in this business agreement, quote unquote, a marriage with this woman that for all intents and purposes, apart from where you're, what you're saying, she wants to leave you pretty much. And maybe She's already started to emotionally cheat on you with other men that are of a higher caliber. They're of a higher caliber because of what they have, because maybe they chose the purpose over the woman when they were 25. 
And now they work their tail off for the next three, four years. And they have something in terms of status, lifestyle, etc. And that woman sees that. And for what she didn't want to give you that could have created the lifestyle that she now was looking onto, she might leave you for. And now in the threat of a divorce and her taking 50% of what you have, which is not that much. And so you thought you were doing the right thing by absolving yourself of the purpose or abandoning it rather, I should say, and giving yourself to your love. But now it's biting you in the ass. And now you're dealing with consequences. So that's why I tell you in the beginning, do not choose the woman over your purpose because it's your job, duty, obligation to create something that you could then provide for, for a family. If you have nothing and you marry first, which is in my opinion, putting the cart before the horse in the presence of an uns- of this woman being not so supportive of you, not so not believing in you, not necessarily wanting you to take the risky route. She wants you to take the more familiar and comfortable route, but one route that dev- derives security. If you take that route and you don't choose your purpose before, and you don't choose to answer that beckoning call of creating yourself to something of more value, then you're going to come up empty handed in the end. And you're going to have a woman that resents you. You're going to have a failed marriage. And then you're going to be fucking depressed because you feel like you failed ultimately. And not to mention, that's not to mention what pejorative she puts on your name in either secret or to your face. So men, when I tell you, Choose your purpose before the relationship. There's a reason for that. You need to be what you are called to be before you can provide genuinely coming to the table in good faith for a family, a woman, a child, two children, three children, etc. You need to develop yourself first. That's going to come by you confronting One, confronting the dragon and whatever thing you're fearful over. And two, developing discipline, structure, and being consistent in your efforts towards creating whatever it is that you have an innate urgency to create or that you feel compelled to create. This is something that you must do. If you don't, then you will not see the ultimate fruits of of your labor and you will not become what you could be. And I know you're probably saying to yourself right now, well, you know what? I disagree because there's a woman out there that could be my driving force and she could create a better version of who I am. I agree with that. How often does that happen? If that is the case, you'll know that in the forefront because that woman will tell you, I want to help you build what you believe in and I'm going to be your helpmate in the process 
And however long it takes, babe, however long it takes, Johnny, I'm going to be your rock. I'm going to be right here because I believe in you. She won't give you an ultimatum. Choose wisely, but ultimately, and when I say choose wisely, I mean your woman and ultimately put your purpose in front of the relationship because it's your job to create something. So create done.